Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 9.31, till 10. Jeff Nowak joins us now, WWL St. Sideline reporter. Jeff, I'm just thinking about, you know, a psychic interview. What would that be like? It, you wouldn't really have to ask any questions, right? Because if you're a good psychic you would be able to answer the questions or or at least be able to figure out what you were going to be asked before they asked, correct? Yeah, sports would probably be a lot less fun. Cause I, not to I, mention I that. To prepare for the disappointment in advance. But it could be a lot more rewarding if you knew the way it was going to end before it ended because then gambling problem ain't 777-770-STOP. That's true. Tell me what's going on with the Saints. we got a new wide receivers coach. Yeah, so the the Saints are filling out their staff. It seems like they're getting pretty close to a to a final uh, you know group. Mm-hmm. They ran over the weekend to start kind of getting the new offense kind of situated. That's what Dennis Allen said uh, in an interview this week. So Keith Williams, he's a former assistant wide receivers coach for the Ravens. He's also he's got some interesting connections. He was the Tulane wide receivers coach back in 2012 through 2014. So he's got some connections to the New Orleans area. He also uh, crossed paths with Derek Carr. There, he was an assistant at Fresno State when Derek Carr was at Fresno State. Really? He's also worked as a private coach for guys like Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and he's been with the Ravens the last three years. And, uh, you know, Zay Flowers set rookie records this past season. It was his only year as the assistant wide receivers coach. He was a offensive specialist or something of the year, two years before that. So it's a, it's a nice little hire, I think. The Saints are excited about it. I think they're excited about this staff in general. You know, it's a, it's a good mix, which is what Dennis Allen said. It's a good mix of veterans and some younger guys who, you know, might be a little more progressive in some of their ideas versus some guys who have been there and done that. And, uh, you know, guys like Clancy Barone, who've been around forever, and then Andrew Janoko, who's a younger guy, and Clint Kubiak is a younger guy. So, you know, this, this staff is kind of coming together, and I think this team is pretty excited about being able to rebuild the offense in its own vision. And just to be clear, when you say wide receivers coach in Tulane, we are not talking about Curtis Johnson, just before people start making that connection, because it's not. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you know how it works. Tell me about yeah. the projected salary cap for the Saints. How far above it are they? Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to come in. I think it's going to come around $250 million, something like that. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the exact number in front of me. They were projected to be about $83 million over the cap as of, you know, prior to any restructures or anything like that. It sounds like a lot, It's but they have plenty of simple restructures. They plan for this. Um, I think they can clear as much as $30 million over the cap or under the cap, however you want to phrase it. They can clear up to $30 million of space 
if they execute all of the restructures. I don't think they want to execute all of the restructures. Guys like Ryan Ramchek, who has some uncertainty with that knee. Uh, Alvin Kamara, who's just, you know, when you're talking about a running back as he gets toward, toward 30, you have to start asking questions about, okay, how much time does he have left at, at, his, at performing at a high level? So I might want to stay away from that contract. So, you know, we already know they're going to, they're almost certainly going to restructure Derek Carr. I don't know if it's happened yet. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where they're at. And it's just going to be a question of who you want to restructure as opposed to whether you have enough, because they have more than enough. I think they can get there with 11 or 12 restructures, just depending on who you, who you restructure. Cause Ryan Ramchek, you could clear, I think 11 million, give or take, if you restructure him. And that would be the second highest number. So you could probably get there with 10 restructures if you restructure Ramchek. If you don't, you'll probably be looking at more like 12, 13 because you'll have to take some of these smaller contracts and push them forward. And, you know, this is the time of year where you see a lot of salary cap heads and people saying, oh, my gosh, Taysom Hill is getting paid how much? Ah, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and it's really kind of like the same conversation we have every year um, because it all looks so much worse until they kind of reset the deck. But it's you're you're in that same kind of pocket of you know they have they'll have some money to operate. They're not going to be able to spend at the top of the free agent market, but they will be able to clear some space. Last year, you saw them sign Jamal Williams, Colin Saunders, Nathan Shepard, guys who were kind of middle of the road, but still you know higher profile signings. These are not vet minimum guys, so I expect you'll see them start to look at guys like that. And with the new offense in place, I think you'll see a good bit of the, that those resources allocated to the offensive side of the line and getting some. Some, some of the players, some of the types of players that this new offensive scheme is going to prioritize. Everything we're talking about right now is why I started as an accounting major and quickly changed <laughs> because it just confuses the living bejeebers out of me. Take me through, if you can, Jeff, who, who, what makes for a, a good restructuring candidate? Because I know you alluded to it a couple of minutes ago, but I'm a little bit confused about that. Like you talked about Alvin Kamara, who has a couple of years left, maybe you don't want to restructure him. Why? And why would you want to restructure somebody? I don't know how they make that determination. Yeah, so I don't have an accounting degree either. So I know I know just enough to be dangerous, but okay. I can I can walk you through some of it. So basically, you set up these contracts with the goal of restructuring them down the road. And what that means is you turn, you convert base salary into bonuses. It's It's not something that the player has to agree to. It's all worked into the deal. And Really, all that's happening is you're taking money on the deal and guaranteeing it. So the players aren't losing any money. Mm-hmm. They're just getting these, this money turned into guaranteed signing bonuses. And what that does is it allows you to reduce the cap number for the upcoming season. So whatever Alvin Camaro was supposed to count against the cap, you could reduce that number by something like $8 million. And so that clears up $8 million this season that you can use to manage your own roster in whatever way you want, whether that's signing someone, whether that's extending someone, whatever. So every contract that the Saints create and structure is built with that in mind. And so Kai Harley is kind of the mastermind behind this, and they use three-year cycles, and they kind of figure out, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to get a little bit closer to cap compliance, right? You don't want to be $83 million over. Now, the downside to doing that is you're pushing that cap hit down the road, but you can only do that while the player is on the roster. So if you, you add void years to a contract and you spread out the cap hit over three years, that means that that player is tied to you. And if you were to move on from him, like David Onyemata last year, all of those cap charges accelerate to this current league year. So it makes moving on from veteran players much more costly. 
And, for example, Michael Thomas. You know, if the Saints manage the cap like 31 other teams, Michael Thomas probably isn't on the roster last year. One of the reasons he's on the roster, and in part because he's a really good player, but it was also so, it would also have been so costly to move on from him that it, it not, it doesn't, it goes from being, should we keep this guy on the roster to, is it worth cutting him if it's going to cost us this much? And I think it makes your roster decisions kind of circulate around, man, we could really benefit if we keep Mike Thomas around, if we keep Jameis around. It'll actually cost us less to keep him than it will to cut him. And so as players get older, for example, Ryan Ramchick now dealing with that knee injury, where wait, wait, we don't wait, know if he's going to play wait, even this year. Wait, We're still wait. waiting to hear kind of those medicals to come out. I think he is going to try to play this year, but how, what if he can't make it through a season like he couldn't last year? Then how long are you tied to that guy? So that's where it kind of comes down to. It's not whether you can create space. It's whether you should and how much of it you need. So I think this year, more so than some other years, you'll see them try to try to uh, avoid some of these kind of higher-risk restructures. Um, you're going to restructure some veterans, probably Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, Tyron Matthew, Taysom Hill. Uh, but I think this team is cognizant of the fact that they do need to start working back toward the middle in terms of being over the cap, maybe be $50 million over instead of $83 million over. Um, last year you had to sign the quarterback, so that threw a wrench into it. That's In a nutshell, that's, that's what you're talking about. You're taking money for this year and guaranteeing it in the future uh, that t- turns into dead money, but it gives you operating space this year, and every year you do the same process. So as long as you keep doing it every year, it's not, it's not a downside. If you ever want to stop, that's where you get into some trouble. So let me apologize to everybody that, whose head works in a mathematical way, because I can construct a legal argument, but math, not so much. So well, how is it cheaper to keep him than to cut him? Well, so because when you restructure it, you push the money out in the future. So you can spread out cap hits over as many as five seasons down the road. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, you can say, okay, he's only going to count $1.6 million against the cap this year, but if we cut him this year, he will represent $18 million in dead money. Now, on the roster, because you're allowed to spread out that cap hit, that means that next year his cap hit will be this. Two years from now his cap hit will be this. Three years from now his cap hit will be this. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper this year to cut him. It will be more expensive down the road, but you know that's the whole kick-in-the-can thing that everyone likes to say. So it, it's really more about kind of managing your operational expenses year to year as opposed to worrying about the totality of these contracts every time you deal with them. Yeah. Um, and, I, and that's why it's criticized, because it looks it, it, from the outside you look at it and you say, well, they're just leveraging their future cap space to make do this year. And in, the, in a realm where you're saying, well, this is a short-term thing, then that's a problem, because if you ever wanted to get back to kind of normal cap management, you would have to basically cut the entire roster and, and have a bunch of you know, practice squad players to, for a season. And that's where you talk about, tearing it down and taking a big cap hit and this team isn't doing that and that's where the criticism comes in because conventional wisdom would say okay you're not really a title contender so you should be tearing things down and like the, like the bucks did last year absorbed this huge dead cap hit and the Saints aren't doing that guaranteed signing bonuses count against the cap only when they're paid yes i mean so you can push money into the future so Right now, there's, there's unguaranteed money on some of these contracts. When you, when you prorate the signing bonus over five years, it effectively guarantees that money. And, and again, like, I'm not an expert on this subject, no, but that's, 
that's basically what you're talking about is you're guaranteeing money, you're pushing it out into the future, and then you're worrying about the future when you get to the future. So for the for the convenience of pushing it into the future and manipulating the cap, you're guaranteeing money that otherwise might not be guaranteed? Yeah, and, you're, and, and it's not an issue with younger players. Say Eric McCoy, right, you're, you're in your mid-20s and – He's going to be on this roster for five, six years. You can, you're not really concerned about it. But a guy like, you know, Cam Jordan, who is coming off one of his least productive seasons, he's what, 33 years old, and now you're pushing that money into the future and guaranteeing a lot more of it. Uh, and, and that's where you're like, well, how much, how many more years does Cam actually have to play, right? Um, and, and that's where it becomes a concern. Uh, with the young you... players, it's almost a, a given. Like, yeah, of course we're going to restructure that guy. Of course we're going to restructure that guy. Um, and it's, you're typically talking about guys who are off their rookie deals as well. You're not you're not restructuring guys on rookie deals. It's usually you know second contracts, third contracts that you're that you're looking at. And if you're doing that, then if you decide to part ways, then all that money counts against the cap that year. Yes, and that's then that's the issue. Is like if you do want to move on from a guy, it makes things a lot more complicated. So to me, the biggest issue is you end up being tied to guys who in a, in another universe you probably would have just moved on from. Uh, and and that makes it a little more complicated. But this is this is how the Saints have been operating for like six, seven years now. So they're pretty good at it. Uh, all right, let's you know, do it, this. It, people look at the number and they get all freaked out about how are they possibly going to do this. They they know exactly how they're going to do it. I'm gonna take a break because I understand it. And if you keep talking, I may not. So let's stop right <laughs> now. Take a break while I understand it. Nine forty four, sixteen till ten. More with Jeff Nowak, Saints sideline reporter, talking about the salary cap issues. We'll compare and contrast with other teams when we come back. Any questions, comments? Five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. Tommy Tucker back in a flash. Stop it up, you Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 9.50, 10 till 10. A couple of minutes left with Joe Nowak and Jeff Nowak, WWL St. Sideline reporter. I can't believe I actually understand the salary cap. Jeff, thank you for that. <laughs> I, and I'm not kidding you. You have no earthly idea what you just accomplished. Um, so are the Saints unique in the way they do this or... Is that pretty much the the rule of thumb around the NFL? 
You know, it's interesting because uh, a few years ago I would say, yes, they're pretty unique. And not necessarily the idea of restructuring a lot of these contracts. Uh, teams have done that in the past, but they've done it as kind of one-offs, right? Like, it's like, okay, we need space to go sign this guy. We're going to restructure this guy, create some space, and go sign him, right? There's always money in the banana stand or whatever you want to say. Uh, what the Saints have done uniquely is they're, they're the first team, at least as far as I know, to really go all in on this, is ha- this isn't just, a, a trigger, a lever we can pull when we need to create a few more cap dollars. This is, okay, this is how we manage the cap over a multi-year stretch. This is our strategy for how we're going to put the most competitive team on the field year in, year out. There's downsides, but there's downsides to, to, to everything you can do. Like there's, mm-hmm. It's just different downsides and how you manage it, and clearly this is how the Saints have found is their best way to do it. Now, it's a little more expensive for Gail. She ends up you know, there's, there's checks that get cut that might not have to have been cut, and some owners might not might not be on board for that. Because so of guaranteeing credit. money that you would not have otherwise had to guarantee, the player would not have earned, had you not converted it to a bonus to kick the can down the road. Accurate? Yeah, yeah. Good. So, like, you know, there's there's areas where the, the team can save money, and the Saints don't take advantage of those because of how they operate. So, mm-hmm. in that sense, you have to give Gail some credit for being on board and being like, okay, let's do this. Um, but, you know, you look at some other teams, and you know, everyone talks about the Saints, uh, but the Dolphins have been doing very similar things over the last few years. They're going in $59 million over the cap, and the difference is they can only create $90 million in space compared to the Saints, who can create up to $117 million. The Bills are $58 million over the cap. They can create $85 million. The biggest team, the, the team that actually should be concerned is the Chargers, they're going in $45 million over the cap, but they can only create $25 million in space, or they can only have $25 million in restructure potential. They, so they actually are operating at a deficit where they're going to have to make some cuts or make some trades or whatever. So to me, that's the number you have to look at. It's not just the cap number, it's the restructure potential because that's an easy trigger to, to clear that space. So a team that's not doing what the Saints are doing and coming in over the cap, then that, that makes for some very tricky decision so there are some teams who i think that's the that's the thing that a lot of people don't talk about is if they look at the saints and they say well i can't believe they operate this way but they ignore the fact that there's actually more and more teams that are getting closer and closer to operating this way because it's just it's not an unreasonable thing to do um it just makes it makes you have to be a lot more rigid and a lot more uh precise about the salary or about the contract structures you're agreeing to the ceilings on contracts you're not going to be able to, you know, reset the market on a, for a free agent the way that some teams do. But I would argue that that's a good thing because in most cases, when you see teams signing players to these market resetting deals in free agency, you look three years down the road and you're like, well, that was probably a bad decision, right? So, you know, staying out of that mix is, I don't, I don't hate that, but it does mean that you have to hit, you have to nail the draft, right? And you have to nail your talent evaluation. And that's where I think the Saints have struggled. And that's the part where it's like everyone wants to point to the cap and say they don't have enough talent on the roster because of the cap. And I would say they don't have enough talent on the roster because they have not been effective at bringing in talent in the first round of the draft as often as they need to be. Any <laughs> and that has nothing to do with the cap, and it's a completely different conversation. And I think that's the one that needs to be had more so than, okay, can they get cap compliant? Yes. That's, my, that's the only question I have. <laughs> How do they do it? Okay. And then you move on from there. It is not a long-term issue uh, in my mind 
as much as draft asset management and draft asset, um, you know, utilization is uh, in terms of this team getting back to the playoffs and being a, being a Super Bowl contender. Very nicely done, Jeff. I understand it. Jeff Nowak, WWL Saints sideline reporter, 954. We'll take a break. Find out what Newell's got planned for us today here on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 